Welcome to the Wookiee Gunners Rebels Chat with your host, Jonna Marie, and the Wookiee to my gunner, my mom, Maria. But just very quickly before she says hello, big thanks to our listeners and anyone who tunes in whenever we have a new episode. We really appreciate the support and the kind words. Also, big thanks to Sal Perales, who used the Wookiee to my gunner a few nights ago, and I had to use it for today's episode. Uh, Sal Perales is also known as Kanan from the Rogue Rebels. So Kanan loves our podcast, Ma. It's pretty awesome. Awesome. I just saw his picture. Cool. <laughs> and yeah, there's so many awesome people who listen to us. And I just want to thank all you, all of you. And you're all awesome. And I love you all. <laughs> All right, so Rebels Chat is a short weekly segment where my daughter, the adorable kid ward of my life, and I (laughs) will share impressions, reactions, and our favorite moments of the latest Star Wars Rebels episode. There will be lots of... That's supposed to be a Wookiee growl. Okay, sorry. (laughs) So let's get the show started. (laughs) I I never got the hang of it. I I always thought it was like a rolling R, like... I don't know how that guy does it. I I even had to pull up a YouTube video for her to because she's like, what? What does what? he sound like? I don't even no, remember. I know how he sounds like. It's, I cannot make it. I cannot oh. duplicate it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's close enough. That's close enough. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Today's episode is Vision of Hope, directed by Stephen G. Lee and written by Henry Gilroy. In Vision of Hope, the crew of the Ghost tried to thwart an imperial plan to capture an exiled dignitary who wants to hold a secret rally on Lothal. Alrighty. So before we start talking about Vision of Hope, what was your general take on this week's episode? <laughs> that that growl got me. <laughs> it, it got <laughs> yes, uh, I loved it. I, I really liked it. It it is. We start to see a lot of the of, um uh, the development. Yeah, like uh, just the gathering. Yeah, like the secret. Uh, like obviously the tr- secret transmissions yes. were a way to communicate K- and get together yes. to like uh, powwow and be like, this is where we are at. Um, so, so there's a lot of, uh, of little things that maybe we didn't understand before. They're starting to get clear, right. more connected, everything with the outside and this little group here and how's everything starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was very, very, <sighs> so, so many emotions. <laughs> so many feels. <laughs> yes. So many feels like you say. <laughs> That's what the, that's internet speak, fangirl speak, ma. That's how we fangirls talk. All right. So the feels were the there. Feels, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, a lot of feels. <laughs> Alrighty. So to best break down the episode, I divided the twenty-two minutes into three segments to make sure we cover everything. In segment one, Kanan is training a distracted Ezra on how to deflect blaster stun shots when Ezra suddenly feels feels I feels uh, gets a vision of them being chased by stormtroopers and saving Senator Gall Travis from the Imperials. Hera informs them that a transmission came through and Ezra rushes in to the ghost to watch. Travis secretly informs any who are watching that he will meet local rebels on Lothal. 
Hera reminds Ezra about his friend at the Imperial Academy and any information he can provide them. Ezra goes to meet Zare, who tells him that Callus is strategically planning a massive operation at the Old Republic Senate building. Zare also tells him that he will be going to Officer Academy on another planet. Before Ezra could reveal his real identity, stormtroopers find them and chase after Ezra, but he escapes just in time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have, okay, so my original thoughts about this vision, I honestly thought because Hera sounded so young, I knew it was Hera and Gal Travis right away. It didn't really take me all that long for me to figure it out. But I swear, I thought it was going back to Hera when she was younger and possibly her being an ally of Travis at the You're time. You're talking about the vision. The vision. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I... I, I you see, that's the good thing about not knowing much about the background of certain but things. But I want to know! <laughs> <laughs> because when I saw it, I saw it as exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, it is the now. This is what's going to happen when they meet the senator. Mm-hmm. Now, what I didn't get was what's going to happen later. Right. But I, I, I saw it as something that, like a premonition. Right. This is going to be happening. Right. Also, I should have I should have known that because in past visions, like Anakin, who saw his mom being tortured um, by the um, the Sand People, mm-hmm. um, and uh, oh my God, there was another vision that he had. Oh, Padme, duh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, there are visions of the future of things that are you know will come to pass. Yes. But if you taint them with your emotions, you gear them towards. What you want to see, not what they necessarily am, are meant to tell exactly. you. Exactly, and yeah. it sometimes becomes a self fulfilling prophecy in the case of Anakin. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, I, I should have known that, but I was kind of hoping that we'd get a vision of uh, because they you hope too much. I know, I Let do me hope. tell you. Listen, ma, it's Star Wars is about hope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um but I was hoping that we'd get I can't use another word. I was wishing that we <laughs> Uh, that we'd get uh, a flashback in the form of a vision, which, you know, really doesn't. <laughs> Stop hoping. Okay, okay, okay. But anyway, that's what I originally thought of. I was just going to go to the, the beginning when he's trying to... to oh, yeah, uh, yeah, train. Train. <laughs> <laughs> I, that remind me so much of um, Luke. Luke, Luke. When when, <laughs> when he was blindfolded by uh, Obi Wan. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, he and was he supposed to, train, yes. to to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like that. It was neat because everyone got to shoot at him. Yeah, and I'm sure that's what they've been <laughs> dying the, to do. <laughs> and they they did the. Um, the, the animators made a pretty good job of showing the pleasure oh, yes. they got from shooting at Ezra. <laughs> you saw the smirks. You saw like, oh, yeah, this is all that awesome. I wanted. <laughs> so now that we've seen Kanan teaching a little bit, what is your stance on him? So, like, I know last time we talked about it in Rise of the Old Masters, like the way he approaches his teaching methods. Um, so, do you think he still, you know, hasn't progressed, or that he's still doing what he knows best in terms of he knows that Ezra does does good by you know by learning the hard way, basically. And I and I I think that's a good way of approaching it. I don't see him as a bad teacher. Some people still do, 
And I, I just think he's taking what he knows and okay. he runs along with it. I, the, the, the thing is that most people's interpretation of what a teacher is, uh, to be honest, is, is wrong. We think that a teacher is supposed to tell us everything that we're supposed and to be do, right by step by step be right about everything i don't think a teacher and is in, and you know, that's perfect. not what teachers are supposed to do teachers are supposed to give you a basics a base for you to build on right. on it if you have six bricks and you're supposed to make a pyramid and your teacher puts the first three down you're supposed to figure out how to put the next three mm-hmm I don't know. The how teacher, to do this. <laughs> the teacher is not gonna take your hands. Is not gonna take each brick, put them on top, put the next two and the next, the last one on top. Mm. You have to figure out that one, right? Based on what you see, based on what you've learned, right? They think Canaan is supposed to give him everything, everything. and not only Ezra is not that type of learner. Because Ezra is is stubborn, yeah. and he's gonna want to do it his way. But he's also very enthusiastic about yes. it, and he wants to learn. He, and that's why he was like, "Yet, yeah, yet, yeah, I haven't learned it, but I will." Yes, and, and he will get there, mm-hmm. but not because Canaan tells him every step of the way. Because regardless what, regardless of what Canaan tells him, he's gonna do it his own way, right? And that's the thing. Canaan gives him the basics and he understands that Ezra is going to be, is going to have to do it on his own to get it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to get at what he's trying to tell him. So he gives him the basic and he lets the rest happen. So he is a good teacher. His delivery still needs a little bit uh, more but he's learning as well. Right. You know, he, he wasn't a teacher. Mm-hmm. And, and when he lost his teacher, his master, he was still uh, learning. learning himself. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to have those rough edges. He's not a, a, a professional yet. Yeah. It, it, it takes a, ye- a teacher years to learn the craft, to it's learn like taking, it's how like, to... It's like taking a kid who didn't, who never passed the math uh, who graduated high school and then making them a teacher of math later yes. on. That's like, exactly it. You know, come on. Uh, he he may be good mm-hmm. and he may he may know what to do, but he's going to, you know, hit the wall a couple mm-hmm. times there. Yeah. So yeah. give Kanan a break. Leave him alone. <laughs> he's good. He's doing the best he can with the type of student he's gotten himself with because that's another thing a teacher is as good as the student and Ezra is not an easy student Ezra has his own ideas and his own views of what of how things should be right and he's uh and obviously he's not the ideal age at which one would start teaching him all this stuff so he's already set his ways yeah for 14 years he, Mm -hmm. he 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 had all these little feelings and premonitions and abilities Mm. Without knowing where they were coming from and how to develop them. Right. right. 
But yeah, so going back to my uh, my little point there, I, I really love his enthusiasm just in, in general. <laughs> yet, like I yet. love how so into Gold Travis he was. He's yes. like, man, he's my hero. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a, I, I won't be surprised if he uh, has a poster of him hanging up on his wall. So yeah, I, I just really liked seeing that part of him because he was really into it. And I think it's mainly because of how what he learned about his parents, about you know, rediscovering He's, that 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 they were communicating and sending, there were voices of freedom, just like Travis, and he saw that as a role model, and he wanted to emulate it, that. Yeah. Oh, Ezra, <laughs> my poor boy. Uh, and uh, going along with the training, I really, really love how his lightsaber sounds when he ignites it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like um. A pod racer about to start or something, and I just I love that sound. And the same thing with Harold's blaster, ka-ching, 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 <laughs> ka-ching, ka-ching. I thought that was the sound of money. It is the sound of money. <laughs> money. She's green. She's green. So yep. money, money, money. Uh, <laughs> you know, Ezra hits the target while he's having his vision. Which kind of reminds me very briefly of Avatar The Last Airbender when Aang couldn't control his Avatar state. He would be like totally crazy and... and, But he will hit the mark. But he would get the mark. And that's exactly what Ezra... He goes somewhere else and he he does what he has to do but without realizing what he just did. It it goes to the whole idea that in order to control, you have to lose control. Yes. Yes. I like that. You know, <laughs> that that whole mentality of the Jedi that 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 you have to feel without feeling and doing this without that right. and that that whole um concept mm. of you, you you're controlling it but you're really not. Right. But then where how does he get to the point where he is sort of in control because that was that's pretty awesome when what he, he did. become when he starts becoming more in tune to those visions it's like what he told him it takes time and it takes practice, practice. yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's like you you let the vision come while keeping some type of control on your reality mm-hmm and that's what he needs to learn, like that, not to let the emotions take over the vision, right. but let the vision take over his senses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what he's supposed to be reacting and doing. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Hera, uh, Sabine, and uh, oh my God, Zeb! I can <laughs> totally being older brother, older sister on him, just you know, knocking him out, poor thing. I just love that. And then Ezra did it back to Zed. <laughs> just when they went to go see the, the, the uh, transmission from Gal Travis. So then we have Hera doing, uh, showing them this. And then she mentions Fulcrum again. So given, I mean, I know we're not there yet, but given what we saw in the episode, how reliable do you think Fulcrum is? I mean, we okay, so the first time we heard about Fulcrum, they were just coming back from a mission where the Empire, where they had overestimated the numbers. Then the second time, there's the, the base with all those creatures that they were supposed to pick up supplies from. Then there's uh, this mention where they say, uh, where Fulcrum said, oh, you know, he says those planets, that means that's where he's going to go and meet everyone. So it's like, 
if it, how how reliable is this person? And if because <laughs> everyone assumes it's Ahsoka, but we have to be honest, we don't know what who this person is. Um, all that we know is that she might this person might be female, uh, a woman. So I I don't know I, I I don't know how reliable this this person can be. And when we get to that section, I have a couple of of, of thoughts on that. Okay, because not for nothing, but. Nobody thinking in, in this Star Wars universe. Nobody's using their brain. Why, why? Because, <laughs> yes, nobody's supposed to know what this guy does, not even his droids. Mm-hmm. But after a while, people start disappearing after meeting with, oh, you know, true. come on. But the thing is, they're not in communication. They're not, like, Instagramming each other. I'm like, hey, but, I'm on for selfie. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, but Fulcrum knows enough to know that this is what's happening. Yeah, that's true. This is true. This is so, true. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll talk about it a bit more when we get there. Yes. So we have this vision where Hera is kind of not in the know. Do you think Hera is not aware of visions in general jedi visions or was she no, just i don't um, think she's aware of of the abilities of all the abilities that Ezra has been pre- uh, presented because apparently not all jedis this is not something that happens with all of them no not necessarily i don't so, think so. so it's not something that is it has to happen to every jedi i don't think that she is fully aware of Ezra's development right because uh, she knows he's developing. He, she knows she's, he's practicing and he's doing his training. Mm-hmm. But how much of what's happening with him personally, I don't think that she knows right. that much. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Because so, when she said that, when she's when she said vision, I kind of thought, you know, two things. She didn't know that Jedi had visions at all or that she didn't know that. That Ezra's been having them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she knows that Ezra is. But it, she is in the know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, and then finally, Zare. Hello, Zare. Nice uh, to see you again. Yeah. He's such a cutie. <laughs> cutie. I yeah. love him. And uh, and then he's being transferred. What to is the name he that that he Dev Morgan? Dev Morgan. You're a smart one, Dev Morgan. Dev Morgan. <laughs> Poor guy is never going to learn his name. I know. And now that he's being transferred to some planet called Arcanus. I don't think... I, I tried searching for it. I may have spelled it wrong, but nothing came up. So it might be a new planet. And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen is there. The reason... The, the fact that he doesn't know just implies that we'll see him again in some way. And we'll definitely see him March 3rd when his the next book comes out, Rebel in the Ranks by Jason Fry. And I'm super excited because it's going to be awesome. And then, <laughs> and then July 7th. You know, this is, uh, everything, <laughs> everything is awesome, awesome to you. Everything is awesome. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, and then July 7th, we have the third book that's coming out that doesn't have a title. But it comes out the same day as Dark Disciple. And, oh, man, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Okay, so how old are you? I'm I'm seven. Okay, yes, I I, I get that then. <laughs> July seven, seven, seven. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Lucky number seven. <laughs> um, okay, so so should be, 
Jesus. So she was my You're late my creation. <laughs> I can't believe it. Be proud, <laughs> man. Be proud. You're my creation. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, what were, have I done? If you were going to celebration, I would have made you a T-shirt that says, I am the mother of... And I, I and you know what? I would have wore it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I would have made you wear it. Well, there's no question. There's no doubt about it. Oh, the things you do for your children. <laughs> All righty. So I guess we should. No other, no other points to hit for this segment? No. All righty. So let's move on to segment two. So in segment two, Macath Tua hopes that Callus' plan to capture the rebels works, and he insists that he's going about it the right way. Later, the rebels go to the Senate building and find an alternate way to get inside through the sewers. Chopper stays behind to guard the sewer entrance, while Zeb and Sabine separate, leaving Kanan, Ezra, and Hera to lead the way. They meet up with Senator Travis and inform him that the Empire is coming to capture him. Unfortunately, it's too late when Kallus and his stormtroopers appear. They're surrounded when Zeb and Sabine come to their aid, giving them a smokescreen to escape. Finding that the ship they intended is to steal is gone, they go back down through the sewers in hopes to escape what they came where they came through. So I like that we have this little scene of Callus and his overconfidence. Yes, <laughs> overconfidence is your weakness, <laughs> uh, and uh, and how he and the Inquisitor. Have very, have very different, different goals. Yes. And it just goes to show that the Empire is all about, you know... Self-advancement. Uh, yeah. self, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the, what I can do for me, myself, and I. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's cool to see that. And it was a very small scene. And, and I hope we get to see more of the, of the Inquisitor and, uh, and Callus interacting with one another. Um, and hopefully butt heads because it'd, it'd be cool to see kind of that kind of happen there. And then we have Chopper. Oh, <laughs> man. He's so awesome. <laughs> Although I cannot say the things that I think he says <laughs> because this is not the venue for me to be saying those words. But I'm pretty sure he's saying them. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> saying it. And I love the crew's reaction when he <laughs> when he's doing what he's doing. He They just... Stop and they're like, What are what? you doing? <laughs> and you know, I like that Chopper takes initiative. He probably was told, Go take, you know, go ahead and clear the sewer or whatever, clear the, the path. And he does what he has to do for his team to get where they need to get to. And I, I love it. I love that. <laughs> I love that he, he just pushed that droid over. And just, it's and it's not... I, I, again, there are some people who are like, he just murdered that droid. I'm like, come on. We just watched six seasons of a show that was based on the Clone Wars that involved basically dismantling droids because if you didn't do it, they would get you. So it's like, it's not... 
<laughs> it's, it's not something. Thing. It's not new. So, <laughs> so yeah. Of course, Chopper is gonna go there, and and the, he had to get rid of the droid. He has otherwise, to. Otherwise, he he, he would have come back online. Uh, exactly, and he knows what would have happened if that happens. Exactly. So, so he has to completely uh, 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 um, stop the droid from functioning, from yeah. doing whatever. The part that I that I that tell us about his character is when he pushes it over because there was no need to push him over he was already down like no 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 but honestly i think because uh, because it was a stun i think he could have come back uh, operate uh, online but and then sound the alarm so to avoid doing that he had to get rid of him completely <laughs> and then <laughs> but i love the slapstick humor because it's just it's just so funny to, it's something straight out of bugs bunny where you know you hear it keep falling and falling yeah, yeah, yeah. and falling until it, you know, he makes that groan at the end. <laughs> and it's just, it was one of my, it's one of my favorite scenes. It's just, it's just too funny because it, it's again, it's, it's a cartoon and it has some cartoon like moments. It's not all, all, you know, this is what would have happened if it was real sort of a thing. It's, it's a cartoon and they're going to have cartoon moments. Uh, and that's what I like about that, the, the series. But, but, and, and that's the, the thing is they, they're cartoon moments. They're, they're moments of violence, if you want to call it that, that you know is not real. Right. It, I mean, it can, it, you know, like, it, it, it's not like one person shooting another. Right. You know? No, yeah, yeah. Or, or one cartoon animated person, an animated cartoon shooting another. It's the cartoon of a droid doing a cartoon Right. Yeah. And, I like. I, I was amazed that he didn't like pull out a giant uh, hammer, hammer and, and like just, <laughs> just yeah. smashed him like out of nowhere. Had me pack or something. <laughs> and it's, I just love that. I really do because you don't really see. Um, you don't really get. I mean, you do. You have all those these silly cartoons. But this one really just reminds me of of all those Warner Brothers those cartoons. cartoons. And we have. The sewers, when they go through the sewers, actually, we've seen that in Star Wars The Clone Wars in the Ron Jedi episode, I think it was, when uh, Ahsoka is escaping through the sewers. Those are nice sewers. They may be stinky, but they're nice. <laughs> That's because, of what Ezra said, they weren't being used anymore because of the rationing of water. So otherwise, they'd be like up to their waist or, or neck in, in sewage. But because of the whole ration, there's not any... I know, they're not New York City sewers, let me tell no. you. <laughs> they're not any type of sewer. Think about the movies you're seeing, you're watch, where they go into the sewers. You have this uh, um, uh, oh, I sort see of what you mean. Arch. They're like technologically yeah, advanced uh, Exactly. Sewers. They're yeah, yeah. so like... Well, I mean, this is Star Wars. Everything's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Even the sewers. <laughs> Everything is awesome. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, we see those. And I think someone on Tumblr even, like, paired up the uh, the images from both episodes. And they're exactly alike. So, I feel like they used the concept art from that episode and used it for Rebels. So, it's pretty neat to see those in comparison. We have Padawan Java. <laughs> <laughs> that I can't, was I, gold. That, I, I can't believe that he actually think. No, that's no, his name. actually he doesn't. I, it's because people thought, does this guy really he think? think uh-huh, this kid's too. name is Java. He's so good at what he does because Tracy Canovio 
tweeted, Bravo to those who said Callis was being sarcastic with Padawan Java. I asked Dave Filoni, and he said Callis is just messing with him. Uh, so he definitely, he doesn't know his name, because I feel like... But he, he, knew, but he knows he, that Java is not really his name. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Paduan Java. The way he said it, though. I, I, oh, could, man. I, I was dying. I was like, this is too awesome. This is too much. That was great. <laughs> and that was great on the writer's part for connecting those two. Because, oh, man, <laughs> that got me. Yeah. And we have... So, and then I'm, I'm kind of curious. I don't know how the heck does Callus know Kanan's name. I honestly don't know how he came about knowing it. Because... The only person who knew it the well, book the 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 um records temple records but he wouldn't have Kanan Jarrus his real name is Caleb Dume or Doom or however you pronounce it so unless unless I know, he's had some other altercation in the past where he's been arrested I know as that in, in one of the past episodes that they were talking about he he talked and acted like he knew Kanan right. I, and uh, and it's not definitely not Path of the Jedi where the Inquisitor says, "Oh, so that's what he calls himself." Because that was a a, a part of Ezra's vision, I guess you would say. Uh, so that wasn't real. So I'm I'm curious as to how he got about getting his name. Ah, yeah, you know records, whatever. It's just yeah, it just came out. You know, I don't they're know. All, they're they they're outlaws, that's, and they're, they're also the intelligence, and that's what his job is. Also. His, his Security, his yeah, yeah. intelligence. He's supposed to know these things. But I would like to know these things, Ma. <laughs> you want to know too much out now, okay? <laughs> who, who are the writers? <laughs> uh, Jonah Marie. No, no, no. The, the writers of the show? Henry Gilroy. Okay, Henry, if you're out there <laughs> and you're listening, my daughter would like to sit with you because she wants to know everything. <laughs> That'd be fantastic, and then they would have to lock me up because then how am I gonna keep all the secrets a secret? Oh uh, yeah, you will be here like oh my, oh ma, my god, you want to know? Ma, oh my god, ma, ma you want to know? You want to know? <laughs> I I can tell you, ma, I can tell you. You want to know? You want to know? Yeah, Jesus, that's me, and that's exactly how, what she she will do. That's exactly how she will sound, ma. You want to know? You want to know? You want to know? You want me to tell you, ma? You want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Damn it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> your face wants to know. <laughs> and then we have Kanan and Ezra igniting their sabers at the same time. I thought yeah. that was a pretty awesome. We like, they this. look at each yeah. other like, yeah, we got we, this, we, we, we got this. No, we the, don't got this. We don't got this. We're the power couple. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought that was pretty neat. And then Zev and, 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 and Sabine come to save the day. And I like that that moment where Zeb pulls Sabine before she actually like falls, falls off. I love that. It was such a sweet moment. And, uh, and he shields it, it, her. It shows you that they have each other's backs. backs. Yeah. Like they're there for each other. They, they, they're going to protect each other and they're going to, they're going to take care of each other. Right. So, so do you want to add anything to the to that segment? I wish we could have seen a bigger mural version of that mural. I wanted to see it in detail. The mural that's behind oh, that Travis, get more close. Yeah. Okay, uh, the freedom mural. The freedom mural. Yeah. yeah okay. Now, uh, just in that part where they're getting to the senator for the first time, right? The moment, and this is me because I, 
and, and yeah, this is you where always Hera, like to think ahead. <laughs> the moment he said we 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 should you know surrender, like he was do what he says, right. whatever. I knew yeah. just like Hera, and when Hera said that in the end, I was like, yes. Girl, you and me. Yeah, oh yeah, man, she's awesome. <laughs> yeah, when he when he did those shifty eyes, I was like, yeah, nah, this guy yeah, is I got not you. to be trusted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I was like, man, it's gonna go downhill because you you like Ezra. At least for me, because some people said that it was it was it was anticlimactic or whatever. I, I don't. I thought it was an amazing episode. Personally, I always think anything is amazing when it comes to Star Wars, though, and. I honestly, I was like Ezra. I was hoping, I was trying to believe that this guy wasn't all that we were being led to believe. That he was some voice of freedom. But yeah, at that point, I was like, yeah, this is not going to go right for them. But I like it. I, I, I like that it didn't didn't come to fruition until the very end. Uh, so he is 15 years old. He's he he has hope and, and, and expectations, and when you're like that, you don't always see the whole picture. Exactly, you see the bits and pieces that you want to see exactly. that make make your point true. Yeah, and, and, and this is why teenagers get into trouble. Exactly, because this is the way they see things. Mm-hmm. They only see what pertains to them what what has to 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 what affects their emotions they don't see the whole picture they don't see everything and those of you who still remember when you were teenagers and now that you're all old, older and have more respon- responsibilities if you sit down and you start thinking you know that that is true you know that when you were 14 like how, why did I thought that? Why did I do that? Couldn't have, you know, I should have seen, I should have known. Yep. Because it was there. It was there for you to see it. It was there for you to know it. It's just, you were not, you, you were not at the stage you were willing to see it. You know what I was doing when I was 16? Watching cartoons? That. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I was also singing. I am 16 going Going on 17. Oh, my God. (laughs) (sighs) How many times have I seen The Sound of Music? (laughs) I don't know. I lost count. I lost count. (laughs) It's an epic movie, man, of epic proportions. Yeah, let's just say that I liked musicals until you (laughs) beat the heck out of them. (laughs) Come on, ma. Shall we dance? Oh, my Lord, another one. (laughs) All righty then. Thank God I haven't, I never exposed you to all the other musicals that I saw when I was a little girl. The the, the Seven Sisters, I think Seven Sisters for Seven Brothers or Seven Brothers for Seven Sisters, something like that. Mm. Those were awesome. The the West, the, 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 the Cowboy uh, I think I of, might have seen some here and there, but I don't. I, it didn't really click with me, not like with these other ones. I think there should be a Star Wars musical. That's what I oh, think. Oh my lord, no, please! <laughs> no, there was something no, kind no, of no, like no, it. No, 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 the holiday no, no, special. No, 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 no. Come on, man! No, 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 no. 
No. I don't want to see Java singing. <laughs> I don't want to see Yoda singing. I, I think it'd be a hit on Broadway. No. Yeah, man. We got to make it happen. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Alrighty. So we have nothing, nothing clever to add. No, let's move on. Okay. Let's move on. We, we've come to that point. Alrighty. So in segment three, the team split up, leaving Hera, Travis, and Ezra on their own. In the meantime, Chopper tries to open a door after it was sealed by a pair of stormtroopers. Travis starts to ask about their numbers and funding, but Ezra informs him that it's just them. Ezra continues to praise him for what he's done and how he's an inspiration to all of them. When, Ezra, when Hera asks... Travis to wash their backs, he betrays them and informs them that insurgents are not arrested but identified and watched, and that some have accidents. Ezra compares him to his parents, stating that he's a voice of freedom, and Travis recalls the Bridget transmissions and how they were the original voices of freedom. Hera eventually punches him, and the others join him join them in time to escape through the fan. The rebels return to the ghost where Hera and Ezra share a few words, believing that things will get better someday because they have hope. You hear that, Ma? Hope. Yes, hope. <laughs> that was the, the, the underlying theme in, in, in this. The episode. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. hope. You gotta still got you gotta still have it, but but then where's 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 the line? Because you don't want to have false hope that you know you, you're doing all this and there's no. Where, where, like uh, Sabine in, in Out of Darkness, she's like, where is this all going? I want to know that what I'm doing is actually doing, a, you're making a difference and that I'm not putting my life on the line for no reason. Well, I, I think that, that the line will be when, when you realize that what you're doing, you're not necessarily doing because you want to get somewhere to some point, right? but you're doing it so that you better the life of those present at present at the present moment like it it is good to think of the future and it is good to think of the past because Mm -hmm. you learn in what what you did in the past helps you in the present and what you do in the present will help your future right yes but it it should be a, a a a matter of the present is more important. Right. What I'm doing now is important, not because of what's going to happen later, but because of the effect that is having now. Right. If I help help a, a group of uh, um, Wookiees escape a uh, um, certain death, right. it's not because I want to in the future save the whole universe is because in this in the present moment right now that's the best thing for them right and 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 that should be sufficient for me to continue yes i want to know that at some point it may get better for everybody but that should not be the only thing making me do what i'm doing and also hope is contagious because if you Saving those Wookiees gave them hope that they can still continue to do what it is that they were doing or whatever, or maybe inspire them to revolt as well or do something along those and, lines. And hope is not finite. Hope should never end. Yeah. It, it, the, the moment you start having hope because of whatever reason, then it's an anything and everything, to. yeah, anything and everything you've done 
good, bad, whatever, it's it's gone. It's it's, it's forfeited. Mm. There's the there always has to be hope, right? Even when there is good moments, you still have to have hope. It's part of who we are, of what drives us. That's this is true, man. You know what they call Luke in school? What hope? <laughs> oh Jesus, that's a weak one. <laughs> I know, Mom. My jokes are never good. <laughs> Sometimes you 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 do a good one here and there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you call water that's not all that cold and not all that hot? What lukewarm? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't remember the exact joke, so I just <laughs> just threw in whatever words I remembered. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so, so Chopper and the Stormtroopers. Oh no! What what did you want to talk about beforehand? That the no. The, oh yeah, Chopper and the Stormtroopers. Yeah, that's an awesome. That's a cool, awesome. Like, uh, is this band. one of ours? Yeah, yeah. Like, he looks too weird. I don't know. It's not too modern. I can't even read his number. number. <laughs> I like that. It sounds like a cool band name, Chopper and the Stormtroopers. <laughs> And <laughs> when they turn it around and left, he just and he just like went, I don't care what you guys do. I'm just gonna saw this open. open. <laughs> I love that because there was no hesitation on his part. No, none whatsoever. <laughs> the moment they turn around, boom, he went to work. <laughs> like, all right, you sealed it. I'm unsealing it. <laughs> He's awesome. And then there's Travis talking about you know there's that confrontation. And Travis talking about Ezra's parents and how they're gone. And Hera says, they're not gone, Travis. As long as we fight, all that they've spoke out for lives on. So this gives me the impression that maybe they're not in the living anymore. <laughs> Just because she said... No, I think that she said that because she doesn't want Ezra to get his hopes too high. Right. And this is that 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 part where it's good to hope but up to a certain point. Right. You, you, you got to be cannot, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and and she looks at him when when uh, Travis mentioned about his, their parents and he says gone. Hera there's a moment a, a scene where Hera looks at, at the reaction of Ezra um. and that's when she comes and says mm. about the as long as yeah, as long as they're uh, as we fight, right. all they've all they spoke out for because lives on. he I, he's she's talking more to Ezra than she's talking to, to Travis, Travis. I see. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. And do you think Ezra, if if Hera hadn't intervened, do you think Ezra would have gone dark side on him? Kind of like what happened on no. In, in, in when he went dark side was because his he. He was being goaded by the he was, Inquisitor. He was angry. He yeah. was goaded. But there was a sense of danger of I need to, to do something. Right. Protect myself. In this situation, he was he sad. Was, he was sad. He, he was. But I can see that sad turn into anger. Maybe if Tra- if Travis had goaded him and. and in a similar manner. In a, in a, yes, exactly. But based on the way the conversation was going, right. he was just, like, devastated. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do now? Right. Like, I- I'm done. This is done. I think it was uh, Elisa who said, I, th- I think she was referring to the scene, I can't remember, where she said that there was an instant where she thought that Ezra was going to force choke him. 
And I was like, oh, snap, that would have gone down a dark no, road. No, no, no. <laughs> I think that's what she said. I can't exactly remember. That his expressions, they were more of of disbelief than than anger. Right. It was sort of like, what? Like, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was devastated he was confused he had no idea yeah he had admired this guy he's yeah. like i want to do what this guy's doing because he did the same thing that my parents did so yeah it's, it's sad and and you see it in ezra's expression like when he had his head down with his hand covering his face i was like ezra no let me hug you <laughs> and uh and then i love that hera knew oh did you have something to say no 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 and i love that hera knew she knew Right from where we were talking about where, you know, they were walking through the sewers. Yeah. She just knew. She she knew. And she gave him the blaster knowing that this was some... This, that was, this was her test. Ultimate test. That 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 was her test. And, and that's why she says, I was hoping. Mm. Because she knew that it could happen. Mm-hmm. But she was still hoping that yeah. against... All, all odds that it wasn't true. Right. That whatever she was thinking, uh, whatever she was feeling and she has seen and she has heard, wasn't true. Right. And it was true. <laughs> Sadly. Yep. But I love the punch. The punch. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, man. Oh, man. And this is the second one in a row. Yeah. I was like, you. I want to see a third one from you. I want to see another punch. <laughs> Because Hera, Hera's just got it. She's the coolest, coolest freaking uh, character. And I'm still so pissed that there's no merchandise of her out there. She's just not, like, a focus in anything. The, the, the look that I think says a lot of what may happen is the one Ezra gives. The death glare? Trevor. The yeah, evil that, that eye. I, the evil eye. It's like... <laughs> That's the t- I'm gonna get you. Yeah. You're gonna pay for You're this. You're comeuppance. Yes. Yes. It's going to be uh, that. that. That was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good shot of him, I think. Yeah. With the hair flowing, it was uh, L'Oreal. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm worth it. Um, but yeah, that was a great, great moment for him. And then. Uh, maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. You gotta say it that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, maybe she's born with it. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe. <laughs> uh so yeah, so all that happens, they manage to escape. Callus is not a happy camper. And they get to the ghost and do you think Kanan really had a vision about Ezra? Or do you think he uh was just teasing him when he said, you know, I thought of a bratty kid and he who gave me trouble or something like that? I, I- I I think he may have only because in the beginning and, and it made more sense to me actually when I heard him say that uh. in in the uh, I think it was the first episode when they encounter him yeah yeah Herod says something in the end of the episode something about uh when 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 Herod came to his uh, room uh, uh. the what's the, the, the hologram yeah yeah she came knowing that something must have happened Right. And like she asked a question, yeah. something sort of a question like, so sort of like they knew what they were going after, what was going to happen. 
I don't know. I have to remember. I have to go back now. You're, check, you're check, check that, that part. That it was that they had the intent. The, the intent they, they that knew. they knew yeah. that that what was going to happen. Hmm. So so the whole thing of bringing him and, and taking him with them or whatever was purposely done because they knew they they had to be certain. Right. Right. Of whatever vision he may have had, if that, That's and so, actually it, it made sense to me when he told him of a bratty kid. kid. <laughs> it, it, it's sort of like. Oh, okay, so that's why the, it, the other stuff happened. Yeah, and it's it's neat to think about it because you could you could go both ways, and you could say that he's just teasing him, you know, whatever. But I, it's nice to think of it as you know that'd be pretty cool if he kind of dreamt him up in some sort of meditation cycle that he was in, and because it, it, and then he said, "Who is that kid?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, if if you. If you take the, the the first episode as it was, mm. you don't read anything into it. But I I all in that first episode, I always I was left with with a feeling like, how did you know? Mm. Why did you ask that question? Right. You know, like why are you looking at uh, like Canaan and Hera w- w- how, looked at each subtle sort gestures. of gestures like. What are you thinking? It's like, when okay, you're... I know you're married, jeez, but let us in on what's happening. You know, and <laughs> him saying that actually clicked. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I have to go back and revisit those episodes now because you never know. Like, it could have been. But do you think, even if it wasn't about Ezra, do you think he himself has had visions? Do you yeah, think he's a type I of person? I think he is. I think he's been through so much that. When he goes into his little ritual, he's susceptible. He's he becomes vulnerable to yeah. those kind of things. Um, it'd be interesting to see whether down the line they have another. He has a vision about Ezra, and it's something devastating, and something happens, and I start crying. And oh my god, here we go. <laughs> Uh, what's the name of the writer again? Henry Gilroy. But now he's the writer of this episode, but Dave Filoni and all these other people, they're, they're like... The writers of the whole thing. (laughs) Yo, guys, uh, you need to call her because she needs to, to let some of this pent out uh, uh, energy out. Like, I'm telling you, I have, I have nightmares. I have nightmares about these characters. I love them so much. (sighs) Okay. And and we had already discussed this, but um, about Travis, was it something that you knew from the very beginning when he first appeared that he was going to be this no. skeptical character? No. That this, this although character... I did mention something, you to did, you. you did mention you it. You're like, I think he's. I but you said the same thing about Sakatra Visago. I'm like, he's just a you know whatever. Who was Visago? Visago's that guy, the piratey guy, the smuggler guy. When he was a <laughs> jet. And, and, yeah, it went, you know, I yeah, yeah. that word. A yeah. donkey. <laughs> a donkey. Yeah. So I'm right. Yeah. So so you just and don't I trust said anyone. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm not a trusting and one. And it's funny that Sabine said that. She's like, it's no, it's who, who's on our side? Okay, okay. Like, the, the, this is the thing. Anybody can trust me 100% that I'm going to do the right thing. Right. However, 
I do not trust no one yeah. that they're going to be doing. Especially in this line of work. So uh, when the first time I heard him, his uh, much talk, sounds too good to be true. I got you. No, 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 no. And somebody who hides themselves. No, 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 no. I, I understand that you have to uh, hide yourself that this is a, a, a clandestine underground uh, transmission, whatever or not, but I don't know. Uh, you you put an image of yourself, and then you 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 claim no 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 no. You didn't fall for it. Yeah, no. I and, did because I fall for everything. I'm vulnerable. And, <laughs> I'm and, and when he went and and let himself like do just what he says. Screw that, yeah, man! Yeah. If you're a true rebel, if you are you talking fought. so much, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking back at it, obviously now, I'm like, yeah, I shouldn't have trusted that guy. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> so I guess that's it. That's it for. And and, and I still and I never trust the fulcrum. And I still I, don't, don't. I don't know. I I don't know because I again I wanted to be Ahsoka just because. Oh man, how awesome would that be? Then again, it's kind of predictable. But this was also predictable, but it didn't bother me in any way because you know from at, after a certain point in this episode, you're like, yeah, Travis is bad, so it, it was predictable, but it, it didn't it didn't hurt me or in, in any way of liking the episode because I thought the episode was fun and I just you know let it I just let myself enjoy it. But yeah, I don't know, Fulcrum it puts a lot of doubt. Yeah, man, I don't know what we're gonna do, and it's, things are gonna get rough soon. Uh, and the only reason I trust Hera, I trust Fulcrum, is because I trust Hera. Hera. This is true. This is, she didn't. She never had direct communication with Travis, for, as far as we know. But for whatever reason or whatever ways that she knows Fulcrum that the others don't know, right? That's the only the only reason I will, you know, just. Relax on the idea and, and yeah. don't get too, too excited. Unless Fulcrum is working with a group of people and someone within that group is releasing information. And that's why her f- information is unreliable. Because... A mole. It's a mole. It's a mole. There's a mole. Mm-hmm. Just like in a new dawn. Oh, yes, man. that's a mole. <sighs> have to find the mole, people. We first have to know who these Fulcrum people we are. are. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i guess if you have nothing else to say no it nah, was awesome it was, it was it was, i enjoyed man. it i laughed i got angry <laughs> i enjoyed it you had feels all around yes yeah all righty then so stay tuned for our next rebels chat when we'll discuss the episode call to action oh call to action call to action oh, i my. i read i read the summary earlier and i, I can't remember it for the <laughs> I should have I should have put it in my notes, but I honestly can't remember. But yeah, sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know what's it about, but uh, so yeah, so make sure to visit thewookiegunner.com, your Vernal class freighter, bringing you all things Star Wars and fangirl. May the force be with you always, <laughs> always, always, always. <laughs>